Hey, Paul. All right. Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. How was the race? Oh, it was it's pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, it's it was probably like my first iRacing race since I never raced in Chicagoland before. So um, getting in there in the truck, I'm kind of kind of restarting my iRacing career. And um, the the truck, it was really good. It's just uh, I wasn't used to it in traffic and uh, I needed a little bit more practice. But all in all, it was fairly decent. I mean, besides me hitting the wall in the backstretch, typing, <laughs> typing on Instagram and um, that Twitter tweet that I posted of uh, Larry Mack doing the weather. That was you? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, I, just, I think I, I saw that briefly. I didn't get to see who it was, but I haven't I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, that's my timeline. Eric is steep. Uh, just retweeted that. So I was like, oh man, you got all the guys, all of them. It, I just keep getting loads and loads of likes on there. So I guess that's what it's like to be popular. But um, yeah, it, 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 it's been a, it's been a good day. That's great. Yeah. And you literally just got off, right? Just got off iRacing? Yeah, literally yeah. just got off. Uh, it was a green, white checker and surprisingly no one wrecked. So I, uh, that's, that's kind of my other hobby other than uh, podcast and diecast and whatnot. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I've, I've got to say like, it's, it's an honor to be talking to you because I remember you from, uh, I mean, gosh, it's got to be going back like 10 years. Um, the Octane Cup Series on, on YouTube. The green flag is out and we are racing at the Daytona Speedway. Chris Penn gets a great run as they go into turn one. Oh, yeah. yeah a little I mean, longer that... than that. I, I, I've been, uh, the first year I made a stop motion was uh, 2008. Um, I got a, uh, I got, I saw one of my good friends, his name is uh, Alex Tracy Gold. He had a old channel called aptg 95 and um it was it was us three like me evan moore and him we were we were just there used to be youtube chat rooms that were similar to this and uh we we just made stop motions on whatever poster board we could find or somehow talking our parents into <laughs> buying us some materials to build those tracks yeah so so you're 24 now right 24 yeah go yeah, i'm gonna be 25 this year it's crazy yeah yeah so you've you've been on youtube literally half your life i guess yeah that's uh that's really crazy to think about um i wish i wish i didn't delete my old channel but um i guess my hindsight kind of got a little bit weird to say uh 2015's when i deleted uh lego nascar 88 fan from youtube and uh that was that was when i first started attending uh business school and i was trying to restart my image and um it i don't think it really did anything except uh except make people say oh i don't remember this guy so it's um besides the daytona 500 video that speed zone films uh uploaded i don't i i mean i have the files but i just don't have them on youtube so so i, I was that's actually good uh lead and i was gonna ask because i remember from trucks to cup with the with the lego characters yeah um, i 
I don't know where those files are. They're on a flash drive that is just somewhere in my storage. I I was going to redo that series, but um, with with me going back to school during the COVID pandemic, it was um, and finishing my degree, it was it was going to be a lot to ask for, and um, I, I just moved, so it's. It, I, I mean, I have all the trucks and I hope I make sure to pre-order them all the time on uh, circlebdiecast.com, but um, it, it sucks when they don't get made, but um, I'm, I'm just glad that uh, the Jordan Anderson ones, Jordan's a good friend of mine, um, his truck made, uh, made minimum order quantity, so that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, I, I'm starting to kind of get a little frustrated with how many like Nice Motorsports trucks and Plan B and Circle B trucks we're getting. But then I remember like, if it weren't for those trucks and the fact that you know those trucks are going to get made because they're Circle B trucks, um, you know, how many trucks would actually make MOQ? And then you've got to wonder if, you know, Lionel's going to think it's even worth it because I just, it, it frustrates me so much whenever you know, I, I pre-order a truck or, or any die cast and it, it doesn't get made. Like I've got, I've got my AJ Allmendinger shirt on right now um, from when he won Atlanta. And I remember his first race win with, with colleague was a uh, 2019 on the Charlotte Roble. Yeah. And they offered that one and it, it didn't hit MOQ ended up uh, being a DNP. And then they didn't even offer his Atlanta win. And I really wanted his Atlanta win because it was a big deal for him to win on, on an oval. Um, so that, that's yeah. just very I, frustrating. I'm- I'm not sure what um, what the licensing deal that colleague has right now, because they kind of have just like an exclusive because that Justin Haley win that just came out, um, that was exclusive to the um, to the colleague shop. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. They've got Haley's Talladega win and they've got Jeb Burton's car, too. So I, I'm just as an Almendinger fan, I'm over here like, where's like he's full time this year? Like, where's his car? Well, hopefully hopefully he gets some stuff made i i want to see almendinger do well um he was he was kind of starting his nascar career at the time when i was just really really becoming a nascar fan um so to see him do well it's great um and i can't wait to see colleague at the road courses later this year it's uh we've got a lot of them this year and um I, I really, it it makes me so excited. I, I mean, some people think it's gimmicky. Some people think, uh, I, I just, I just really like road course racing since I, I kind of did it with kart racing. So those twists and those turns and hitting your apex correctly. Um, that's something that I really like to see. That's something that I appreciate. And, um, sometimes it just isn't translated well on, on broadcast. And uh, like, for example, the Daytona road course before they threw a caution for a rainbow. um, That was, I really like the Daytona road course. And I really like watching the 24 hours of Daytona. It's, it's such a unique skill to race on road courses and, hit your apex correctly every single lap and some people made mistakes and it's interesting to see those drivers that do make the mistakes and it's a driver that like brad keselowski he's a 
he's a cup champion. He shouldn't be making those mistakes, but he did. And that's, that's just the art and the beauty of uh, NASCAR road course racing. Yeah, absolutely. I know we've got a lot of great new road courses coming to the schedule this year, and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to them as well. So I guess, again, a kind of a good lead in here. You mentioned when we were talking about Almendinger, um, because that's right when I got into the sport as well was 2007. And, you know, it's kind of crazy to think about he's the only one from that rookie class that's still left because Reagan and Menard retired a couple of years ago. Montoya's off doing other things. And uh, David Rudiman's been retired for quite a few years now. Um, so I guess to, to bounce off of that, how did you, what, what got you into the sport? Um, actually like 2007 is really when I got serious and started watching every race. Um, I think my first die cast was a cold trickle city Chevrolet car that my dad got at big lots. And, um, I really liked that. And, uh, Kmart back then, my dad tells a story all the time. They had these big plastic cars. They were just made out of, they were made out of plastic. And I really wanted this, uh, David Green. I don't, I don't know where it is. I hope that it's still somewhere, but this giant David Green car. And I cried because I wanted it so bad. And I brought it home. Um, my uncle was flipping through channels. I don't remember. Uh, he was, he was like, all right, you got to be involved in a sport. You got to like a sport. And then he's put on baseball, nothing. ESPN classic had some old football on and I didn't really care for it, but then, and the speed channel and NASCAR was on. And, um, the first race I can remember watching was the, uh, 2001 EA Sports 500 where Bobby Labonte flipped over on the backstretch and that got me hooked that got me hooked and since then like I can remember 2002 Daytona 500 I think uh 2003 I only remember like a few races like uh around that time and uh I was a big Tony Stewart fan uh, I really liked the Home Depot car and I also liked, the, at that time, I was really a fan of some of the guys that were at the back. I remember uh, 2003, I was uh, Larry Foyt. I was like, I want Larry Foyt to do good. And because uh, my mom, there used to be a Harrah's in St. Louis, and I, she loved going there. And I wanted the Harris car to do well. So uh, just, just going back and thinking of all those connections that I made and uh it really made me appreciate um everything about the sport at a young age and uh I really wanted to do it but I kind of had no idea how to start so I just played with my diecast cars until I found an avenue with YouTube around 2006 I'd say yeah well I know you uh I think I think again you have in your social media bias with your former go-kart racer um so was was there kind of an idea in your mind that maybe this was a path you wanted to go down and and maybe even become a driver yourself uh it's still in my mind uh it's still it's still really in my mind I mean I have my two trophies back behind me in my helmet and um 
I, I kind of like the approach that uh, Dylan Welch has because he's working uh, in the media and also racing in his times that he doesn't have media obligations like competing in the Chili Bowl and things like that. So it, it is in my mind. Um, I, I kind of got started. So when my mom passed away, um, I... I used some insurance money from life insurance money so that I could go racing and um, it, the rest went to college and things like that. But um, I at least wanted to get my feet wet, get started, know, know what I'm doing. And when I first started, I did not have a clue. I didn't know how to maintenance anything. I didn't, yeah, the Briggs LO206, I would be pulling the, pulling the, uh what what is that called the i see that's that's the deal i would start the engine and it's already started and i'm still pulling the pulling that so it's uh it was it was evident that i didn't know much but i still i love the sport even though i came in last like my first race i was like i'm hooked i love it yeah that's awesome to hear um so i guess you uh Graduated college a couple of years ago, right? No, actually, oh. I actually just graduated in uh, December of 2020. Okay, that's yeah, why I, I just graduated as well. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I tried my best. I was like, you know, the world's shutting down. This is an opportunity for me to finish my degree without having it, because I would have had to take in-person classes had the COVID-19 pandemic not happened. So with all the classes being online, that gave me a great opportunity to take all my classes and uh, finish my degree online. I actually, unlike a lot of people, I actually liked the online classes. It gave me a lot less uh, anxiety because um, I got really bad anxiety in, inside, of a, inside of a lecture room with 300 plus people. But no, that was, uh, that was, a, it was a opportunity that I had to take Where'd you go to college? Uh, I went to Mizzou. Uh, fun fact, there's another NASCAR driver that went to Mizzou. You may have heard of him, uh, Carl Edwards. So you're, you're still in Missouri, right? Yeah, I'm still in Missouri. I'm in St. Louis, uh, not too, a little bit, probably 30 minutes away from where the Wallaces are from. Uh, Kenny moved back to uh, Missouri and Ken Schrader, he's, also moved back to Missouri. So uh, all the old guys, I hope to run into them one day. Yeah. So what did you study? Uh, I studied biz general business. Uh, I, I kind of flip-flopped around. I, I knew that like business management was one of the things I wanted to do, but it, at the same time, I was like, what am I going to do with that? So I wanted to learn like more than just one principle of business. So marketing and accounting and those those things that you know you can manage anybody i mean you can get management experience experience at uh like a you go to like a target or something and they that they have a pretty good like leadership program but uh you can't learn all the other things like about marketing and like the four p's of marketing and um all those things that uh, you wouldn't just learn in an ordinary uh, management class. 
Yeah, so what do you want to do with your degree now that you've just graduated? Well, I'm, I'm actually still not sure yet. Uh, I'm currently working for a beer distributor in uh, St. Louis, and I'm liking that industry right now. It's uh, got a whole ton of new seltzers that came out, and um, it, it's just been interesting to see because the beer industry is pretty much a recession-proof industry. So uh, if anything bad happens, God forbid, uh, I, would, I would still be a little bit safe um, because people people love beer people love alcohol <laughs> i mean it's evident now with with the summer coming and the weather getting hotter there's more people just grabbing a 30 pack and taking it and drinking with the pals or maybe drinking it themselves i don't i'm not saying i'm saying 21 means 21 i'm saying drink responsibly or as uh some of the boxes say celebrate responsibly but it's all right i i'm fairly biased towards uh towards truly seltzer they're sponsoring a 5k event that's uh happening in uh famous forest park in st louis and uh, i'm actually training for that right now too so it's uh it's pretty good yeah so so what else are you up to now you've got uh this this job that you've just mentioned and i guess you're doing eye racing in your spare time um yeah so what, what else are you up to well, I just started uh, actually my own podcast called the uh, Paul Foddy Power Hour. My first episode didn't end up being an hour because unlike you, I, I know you've been at this for a while and uh, you've, you've taken notes and really know the person, know the questions that you want to ask. And uh, I didn't know that. So I kind of did it on a whim and it, it didn't pan out the way that I wanted it to. Um, and it didn't capture that magic i really got inspired by listening to the podcasts on dirty mo media like door bumper clear and dale jr download and i really like that old school feel of the dale jr download um even even when he gets new guys like blaney and them on there and the re most recent one with dick berger and that one was awesome and i i just it gave me a new perspective and that's the thing I'm trying to learn too um, is, is gaining that other person that might not know as much uh, about, about that person and learning that through, through words. And uh, that's the beauty of podcasts. Uh, I, I just got a few, I've, I, I've had a few people tell me it was pretty good and few people that I didn't know were in the podcast that really liked it. And, I'm, I'm tickled to death. And that that's, that's why I, I really like doing this. And I'm sure you really like the Ben Schneider show too. And I, I just, I just really love this uh, podcast thing. It's, uh, it's taken off and it's going to be, uh, it's a lot better than listening to the stuff on the radio right now. Yeah, I was the same way. Um, it's funny you mentioned Dirty Mo Media. Um, you know, I, I've really got into Dale Jr. show. And, um, you know, I, I had done a little bit of my, my friend Chase Strauss invited me on one of his sports shows at the radio outlet in my college um, that was student run uh, at the end of my freshman year and really enjoyed the two episodes that I got to do there. Started my own racing show my sophomore year and then my junior year branched out and started doing this show because um, I'd, I'd really gotten into the Dale Jr. download at that point. And I just, I thought it was the coolest thing ever to be able to bring in 
somebody new every week and uh, interview them, get to know them a little bit, bit better and, uh, you know, just kind of sit down and, and have a conversation with them. And it ended up being a lot of fun. And uh, I can tell you from experience, you'll, you'll get more comfortable at it. You'll get uh, a better feel for what you want to do. And uh, I, I remember our, our first episode, I only went, I had my roommate on and we still only went 35 minutes because I was just kind of didn't, didn't know exactly the direction I wanted to go yet, you know, trying to make it my own and everything. But, you know, nowadays I, I, I tell people like, you know, if you want to come on the show, we can go for 20 minutes, we can go for an hour and 20 minutes, you know, let's just kind of see where the conversation goes, how much we want to talk about and, and kind of go from there. Yeah, I, that's how, that's how I am. I just, I, I'll talk, I'll either talk your head off or if, if not, I'll just, I'll just uh, stay kind of, low key but uh no it it it's really awesome that uh you've worked this hard to put this program together uh i i have i've noticed it and it kind of was like oh well i i i just heard of the anchor anchor tool that spotify has and uh that that really gave me an opportunity to look at making a podcast and seeing if i could give my own perspective and uh hopefully hopefully i can have you on there one week i i do have a lot of people that are next week i'm having since since i got anchor from uh dirty mo media ad read i was just like oh okay well brett griffin's probably gonna make me buy him a pallet of tequila tj majors won't be my first guest and uh freddie Kraft, he's gonna make me chug a lot of beers so uh jason you Jason's going to be on next week. Um, so it'll, it'll be pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to, not trying to gloat too much. I mean, this is, this is all a new thing and I have, I really don't have any idea what I'm doing, but, uh, I'm, I'm making it look like that. I know a little bit and, uh, it's, it's a lot similar to the old stop motions that I edit on windows movie maker and, gradually going up to like sony vegas or something like that it it's uh it's really cool and um i i love that editing part i a lot of people don't but it's it's one of those just relaxing things when you get it right you're just like yes it's so satisfying yeah well i'll tell you what you're already one step ahead of me with anchor and uh and spotify and all that because i'm still one of these days i need to just go in and you know, re-download all my shows from my channel and, and get the channel or get the show up on Spotify. You know, it's just, I've been wanting to do it for a while. I just never actually get around to it because I'm so busy with other things right now. I'm still, I'm just editing the video format and putting it on my YouTube channel, um, which is, is getting close to the thousand uh, subscriber milestone. I've, I've had a couple of videos that kind of hit the algorithm and took off and uh, helped me out there. But yeah, that's, that's on my long list of things to do is trying to trying to get this show on other platforms. Yeah, that's I I I was actually surprised that it wasn't, but um I'm I'm glad that uh you've got you got a good place in YouTube. Uh while while like my account my old account got hacked a couple days ago, uh it's been a good it it has opened a lot of doors for me. Um YouTube has just and don't get me wrong like if i really wish i didn't delete that channel because now i could be 
I, I'd still have that, uh, those uh, subscribers that remember my videos, things like that. But uh, I, I'm, I guess I'm trying to rebuild and rekindle that uh, magic that I once had back, uh, back when Erica Steep was still double E dude and uh, before Black Flags Matter and all them. Uh, they've all been really cool and really uh, gracious towards me. I, I, at first I was like, who are these guys? Now I'm just like, well, you guys are awesome and really nice to me. Danny B talks as well. They've all been uh, really gracious towards me. And, uh, and I, I honestly, I couldn't believe that, uh, you know, everyone, a lot of people think the YouTubers are kind of uh, self-centered and well, maybe you could say that about a couple, but uh, the ones that I mentioned, they haven't, haven't done anything wrong to me. So it's, uh, it's been, it's been weird, but it's been cool as well. So I uh, can't wait for NASCAR to reopen their, reopen their garages, but I don't know when that'll happen, but hopefully it's a lot, a lot sooner than later. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think, you know, there's, you know, a lot of people think the YouTubers have, egos and, and things like that and to a certain extent maybe a couple of them do um but i think generally speaking there's there's definitely a i mean clearly been a market for uh for content on youtube and uh i don't i don't like that term i try not to say content creator um because I, I know some people don't like that term get put off by it but um you know i, I think there's there's definitely there's a place for both to uh to coexist because I don't, I don't know if you remember this a couple of years ago um Fox Sports, their website went like to all videos. They laid off a bunch of their writers. Oh yeah, I remember that. And their web traffic dropped dramatically. And they realized maybe that wasn't <laughs> such a good idea. Um, so they went back on that and uh, brought some of their writers back. And, you know, I, cause I think when, when you're like working your nine to five cubicle job, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to have to open up a video and put your headphones in, you know, if you're, if you, you're taking a short break on work. You just want to open up an article and skim through it quickly and kind of get the major talking points. But then, you know, there's also obviously a market for sitting down and watching, uh, you know, somebody's opinion on, on YouTube, on, on current events going on in the sport, but also the historical stuff that guys like, you know, slap shoes and Brock Beard have been really good at uh, putting out that kind of content. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see, I, I think that there are a lot of good people on, on the platform right now. I think it's, uh, I think it's good. Well, funny. You mentioned Brock beard. I tried to get him on the classic propane 400. I tried my best to get him to be a pit reporter for that race, but it didn't work out. Um, I uploaded the race before he responded to me. So, but I did try to get him to be a pit reporter. And if I did, that would have been, that would have made it a classic and I would have never deleted my channel, but, um, yeah, no, that's, I, I really love the history videos that NASCAR man puts out and slap shoes. His, like his content's pretty good as well. Uh, yeah, I, I really like sitting down and watching some of the YouTube videos, but I also, uh, like driving in my car and maybe multitasking and listening to a podcast about it as well. So, uh, there's, there's avenues everywhere and there's, so many ways to uh really market yourself in a way um i know that there's a lot of people that are popular on instagram and facebook and whatnot and uh twitch has also been a really big thing that i'm 
I'm going to at least try to do later this year. Um, just try to make myself visible and marketable for a potential marketing partner to say, Hey, you know, you're, I don't want to be labeled an influencer, but I, I just want to show others the passion that I have for motorsports and the passion that I have for all these different things. And, uh, that that's the most important thing is to be proud of what you're proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've, you've got one now with a, uh, with circle B, right? Yeah. I, I have that you promo code. That? Yeah. It, it's, um, it's a promo code and, uh, that that's been really helpful too. I really, I love shopping at circle B and, uh, I, they were my first, uh, die cast. I, I remember when they were still plan B, um, and, I, I bought cars from them way back when they uh, sponsored Justin Allgaier's car, I think, in 2014. Uh, uh, it, it's crazy how much time's gone past since then. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just been uh, – it's been a – it was fairly easy to get on board with uh, Circle B, but um, I'm grateful they gave me the opportunity to do so. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, I want to go back, you know, forgive me if I'm repeating myself here at all, because I know we talked about it briefly at the beginning. Um, but like I said, I've, I've recognized your content uh, for a long time. I, I keep using that word, even though I've just said I don't, I don't like well, it, but uh, I can't think well, of anything else to say. Well, for videos, technically, it, it is content. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I use a camera, I take pictures, I compile them all together and boom, you gotta, gotta, you gotta have content. Yeah. And I mean, there's, uh, there's different, different things that people use them for. And, uh, I, I think, uh, back in 2011, Joe Gibbs racing made a, uh, made their own stop motion. It's not on the, it's not on the internet anymore, sadly, but I remember they thanked me and I think Boris from Joe Gibbs racing, uh, he followed me for a while on my old accounts and, uh, it, it was, it was cool. I, I, I hope to, hope to reach that kind of, kind yeah. of what Jason's doing at Dirty Mo Media. It's, it's, uh, it's cool seeing that content that's being released. Yeah. So how, what, what inspired you to get started? I mean, I, I know you mostly from the stop motions, um, but, but what inspired you to get started on YouTube? Uh, well, I, 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 I briefly mentioned, uh, Alex, uh, APTG 95, he had a video called the ice bucket 500 and, uh, he had just like five cars and I just thought it was so cool. And, um, I saw other like YouTube videos of like Lego stop motions. And I, I just thought they were like the coolest thing ever. And, and stop motions been, been around for like ever. And, um, I was like, well, I could probably do this. Mind you, I was 12, 13, and I really wasn't the most patient human being in the world. And uh, I kind of rushed a few, but um, looking back, I, I spent a lot of time just trying to get better and better. And uh, comparing my 2009 race to my 2019 race, that was, I was like, holy cow, like, quality the graphics and it was all on my pretty much all on my own and uh trying to find those camera angles trying to match it as best i could with uh 
with like what NBC had. Um, the, really just all the stuff on YouTube that already was on there that kind of inspired me to be like, oh, well, maybe I can do this. I, I never, I never try to, I always try something unless it's food. I don't really like trying new foods, but I'll always try something new. Yeah. So I guess there's, there's that period um, where you weren't, I, I don't know, I guess, I guess you said you deleted your account. Um, but why, like, and I remember a couple years ago, I think, like, I, I heard your name again, like it was the Lego NASCAR 88 fan or 98 fan or whatever. I think 98 fan was your alternative channel that just got yeah. hacked maybe or something. Yeah, that just got yeah. hacked. <laughs> but I think it was, it was Isaac, uh, Wimmer 33 fan, um, who, who posted something saying like, you know, you, you would come back or something like that. So, you know, what, what inspired you to get back into doing the whole YouTube thing the last couple of years? Well, um, I kind of, I'll be honest, like the racing stuff, it was, it wasn't generating as much views or anything like that. And, um, I, I knew that I was good at seemingly good at stop motions. Uh, and while I didn't do any in like 2015, I briefly came back in like 2016 and I knew that I had an opportunity to do more and, uh, seeing, seeing, uh, Adam Johnson with, uh, team bomber sports. He had, uh, Daryl Mott way back when I think it was 2016, uh, featured on one of the Fox, uh, one of the Fox, like, uh, previews promos or something. And Daryl Mott was like, look at this NASCAR stop motion. And I was like, oh man, I need to do that again. So I created the 2019 propane 400 and did a whole season of Octant cup series. And, uh, that, that, that was, um, that was really good, but, um, I, I, I don't know what happened. I'll, I'll, let me slow down a bit, but that was, I was like, I knew I'm good at this. And I was like, this is, this is my way to get back and say, you know, I appreciate those that have still stuck with me, even though my videos are long gone. And I guess it was more of a, it wasn't really a farewell tour, but it was more of a thank you. Do you have plans to do more of them in the future? I was planning on doing a uh, remake of the, or I was planning on doing the 2020 propane 400, but um, with moving and all that sort of stuff, I, I, I'm planning on buying some like plywood or something and remaking the St. Louis track in more of like the Baron Speedway. I don't know if I've said that right. Um, the way he his craftsmanship is unbelievable and I was like holy cow I need to I need to set my game up on my tracks and uh you know with my girlfriend Emily we we both have a camera so I was like oh maybe I could do one angle of a crash and another angle of a crash it was it, it's all um it's all just brainstorming and I don't know if I'll really have the time for that, but, uh, if I do, I'll, I'll try and make it happen. I don't have really much space living in an apartment, but, uh, 
I, I can at least try. So foam board kind of bends a little bit and uh, it's really, it gets, when it's humid, it kind of bends a little bit and it's really hard to make a stop motion with that. So using the wood, I'm sure the wood will stay flat, more flat than uh, Elmer's form, foam board. How long does it take you to edit a stop motion? Uh, the 2019 Propane 400 took me a month and a half. Wow. That yeah, it, it, it took me a month and a half. Um, one, of, one of the big things that that was doing was my camera battery. I'd have to shoot like two laps and my camera battery would die. And then I'd go and edit and then my camera battery would be back and I'd shoot some more two laps. Oh, camera battery's dead. And, uh, and I was working with pretty limited time. I wouldn't go like too late into the night and, uh, and edit. Um, I'd give myself plenty of time to sleep and eat and uh, do other things. So it wasn't like taking up all of my time. So that's why it probably took as long. It probably would have been less than a month had I just focused on that. But um, they were just certain things I couldn't say no to so I that's why it was as long as it was yeah you've definitely got a lot more patience than me because I don't know if it took me a month and a half to put a, a video together I think I'd just kind of stall out and uh you know it would just kind of fall into oblivion and never get done yeah that's uh that's unfortunately what happened to the uh first race of the Octon Cup Series 2020 because I did that shootout and uh, I got up to about lap 10 at the on that on the first race and uh I, I was working in retail at the time and hours were just crazy and people that were falling ill falling sick um it was uh it was a lot more and it was really stressful but um that's uh that's kind of why that stopped yeah yeah i just started working retail since i've been home uh having graduated and it's uh yeah definitely definitely it's it's nice to have some money coming in and some income but at the same time it, it does take a lot of hours out of your week that you could be spending on on things like this yeah no i i that that's that's kind of why i'm glad i'm where i'm at right now um retail hours are just so sporadic and different from uh week to week it's not like kind of a set hours i mean i do wake up really early in the morning but i get off at a decent time and still have time to uh you know like be with my family spend time with my girlfriend and uh watch nascar that's all i can all i can really ask for yeah well and i guess i should ask about uh you know i racing since you just got off of a of a race there how long have you been doing that uh well I I briefly mentioned it uh I I got on that around 2011 I'd say um with my old account uh my I rating got so low because my laptop couldn't handle the graphics and um I was sim racing on NASCAR racing 2003 season longer than that probably probably 2009 2010 I started doing that and uh around 2011 that's when I really started taking it seriously kind of stopped the stop motion stuff and uh 
I mean, I, I say that I was, I, I did win like a couple of championships and win a couple of races. Um, and a lot of the guys that raced with me, uh, Chris Overland, Brandon Cattell, Michael Guest, uh, they're all, they were, they were or are in the NASCAR Coke series now. Um, so they're, they're, they've got their own deal going on. And, uh, I would, I would love to reach that one day. Uh, I just got to get really, really better at, uh, uh, I racing. Uh, I'm, I, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm just not, uh, super quick. Yeah. I, so I remember when, uh, when COVID hit and the lockdowns were starting to go into effect, I almost, I looked at getting it. Um, cause I, I guess they were running a sale because everybody was, you know, trapped inside. What else were you going to do? Um, but I was still trying to finish up the semester online and, you know, it was just a difficult time. Um, not just for me, but for everybody, you know, it was, it wasn't something that I was able to, if I was going to do it, I wanted to be able to commit to it and, and really, use my subscription and put, put a lot of hours in. Um, I do have a, I've got like an Xbox Ferrari wheel yeah. that I, I guess would be compatible, but I, I've never gotten into it. Um, you know, it's like how pe- people always get offended when you call it a video game because they, they say it's a racing simulator because it's so accurate. Um, you know, I, I guess just, just kind of tell me as somebody who doesn't still doesn't know a lot about the, uh, the service aside from what you kind of see, you know, just following along on uh, mainstream, um, you know, what, what, what's iRacing like? Uh, maybe you have a different perspective as well as a, as a go-kart driver. Um, well, you know, is it, is it something that you think real drivers could, could use to better themselves on the track? Well, um, for some reason, I'm not sure why, like on the simulators that like, that Toyota and Chevrolet use, they use R factor. Um, but when comparing like some of the things in to real life, uh, I, I would say iRacing helps with like hand-eye coordination. Um, it helps with reflexes. Uh, it helps with men- your mental game. So like, oh, when do I have to pit? Oh, I need to save my tires. Um, it, it does a good job with a lot of those things. Uh, I would say that it also helps like if you need to save it. Uh, I've had a few instances in karting where I've avoided a wreck or I've saved it, saved it from spinning. Um, and it, it's helped me in that aspect. I'm not sure how realistic it is compared to the real thing because I've I haven't driven anything other than a go-kart, which I will hopefully change this year. And um, yeah, that, that's uh, that really the mental and hand-eye coordination and uh, just like sensing like when a car is outside of you or uh, sensing that. So do you keep up with... Uh... I guess I guess you said you've got some old friends that are racing in the Coke series now, and obviously, um, I guess the the Pro Invitational was so successful last year that uh, they they brought it back for this season, even though we've got real racing going on again. Um, so do you, do you keep up with watching iRacing as well? Uh, I keep up with the Pro Invitationals. Uh, I they're entertaining just because it's it's just funny when things. Uh 
things go a little bit wrong. And I, I honestly love Clint Boyer in the booth. Um, and the Coke series, I don't keep up with as much. I follow uh, Justin Malello on Twitter. He brings out a lot of good information. Uh, he's honestly, he's, he's probably the, I, I, I wouldn't know who to compare him to. Um, he's got to be like the Bob Pachris of the esports world. Um, he just has so much information that uh, about esports and NASCAR and iRacing that uh, you just couldn't get anywhere else. So I, I follow it through Justin Malello, his tweets. Yeah, I know that was that was fun for uh, me just as a fan, you know, to be able to have something uh, to to watch last year during the lockdown. And, um, you know, I guess it's it's different in and again, this is a term that not everybody likes, but, you know, when you say our sport, like motor racing, you know, you can actually get in an actual simulator with a wheel and pedals. And, you know, it's kind of like you're doing the real thing. Whereas, you know, the football fans have Madden and I guess they, they do some Madden invitationals and stuff and like NBA <laughs> 2K, but you know, there, there's, there's not nearly as much overlap there as there is uh, with iRacing. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, for anyone that like really wants to try and see if they they're all right at iRacing, I, I think uh, I think it's uh, good. And I mean, it's something like if you don't want to spend the thousands of dollars it takes to race a real car, then for sure it's not that it's not that uh, expensive to have iRacing and uh, well, besides like the investment of getting a wheel and a good PC that can handle it. Um, other than that, it's, it's not that bad. And I mean, uh, with a, with a good PC, you can have, you can do pretty much anything. So it, it's, uh, it's worth it. It's worth its investment. Do you play other racing games as well? Uh, sometimes I do some NASCAR heat. But other than that, I, I, I don't really, I guess I, I don't play as many racing games as I did back in when I was like 15 or 16, um, kind of just priorities somewhat changed and, uh, just not, not really into it as much as I was. I mean, I had R factor and, uh, all those, all those games and all well, games, I, I hope I don't piss somebody off saying that but uh yeah i had all those back in the day and uh they were fun i i i loved them and uh i i just hope somebody else out there is uh i i know noah sweet still appreciates uh nascar 2003 and uh those old papyrus games that game is based off the iRacing sim so um well the iRacing Sims based off that let's, let's put it that way. So. Sure. Yeah. I, I was just thinking the other day, like I hopped on, uh, I play a lot of the F1 games and oh yeah, it's been like, it had been like two months since I'd, since I'd sat down and played them just cause I've been so busy now working since I've been home. But uh, yeah, I definitely, uh, I, I'd say the F1 games are probably my favorite series. I don't know. I, I guess I should ask you is, is somebody who does both. Like if, if iRacing is like, 
a 10 on a scale of one to 10, where would you place NASCAR heat? NASCAR heat. I'd, I'd still give it like a six and a half, seven, just cause it, I have fun on it. I mean, it's, it, it, it's not like the EA games, but at the same time with the budget that um, they have um, and the amount of effort, like if they had the budget that EA sports had, I mean, I would, wouldn't give them as high as a rating, but um, they really don't so uh and and working off old an old game nascar heat um that's just uh it's still fun i love the championship modes and all those things on there so i i I don't have anything to uh really if i was going to be nitpicky i wouldn't enjoy it so i try not to be yeah i guess you've got to have the attitude that you're not playing iRacing um yeah yeah i I remember just being like, I, I tried like every so often I'll go back and play heat evolution. And I'll think to myself, like, how did I play this almost every day for almost a year? Cause it's, well, just- it's, it's just, it's fun when you're, I mean, even if it isn't realistic, I mean, I had so much fun playing the old EA sports NASCAR games and those weren't the most realistic things out there, but yeah. I like, I, playstation 2 way back when nascar total team control when you'd switch to a different car and those those little features or unlock the walmart car those little things they were just they're just cool i like the career mode on nascar heat 5 and uh it i i'll probably buy the new game if they come out with a new one so yeah i'm uh, hoping i'm hoping the new game is going to be a step up and it sounds like they're i guess it's it's on a new engine again like i'm not the most tech savvy person so i don't i don't know as much about game development and everything so but i i, I think they're really it, it's kind of like going to be a new era you know I, I don't think the game's gonna be called nascar heat six right there i don't i'm not too sure um i do know uh the guy who designs the paint schemes uh elliot henderson he he sponsored me for a couple of years and uh he's a really good dude um i I know he, he really designs, uh, really well. And, uh, you know, even, even if like the game isn't as like fun, I, I still have fun, like scrolling through and looking at the paint schemes and seeing how cool they are. That that's something that, uh, I really like too. So. Yeah. I'll say this about, uh, NASCAR heat. I think the, the best thing about it is, um, just the fact that you've got, virtually every full-time driver in each of the top three series, which is something that I, I think by the time EA got to NASCAR 09, I think there were like only four real truck drivers in the game and the rest oh, were yeah. fantasy yeah. drivers. So that's, so that's awesome that you get like, you know, especially for the people that, you know, have favorite drivers that maybe aren't in the cup series yet or, or, or something like that, or a veteran, like, you know, you can race as Matt Crafton or Johnny Sauter now and, you know, have a full, truck series field you know that's so that's one major positive about the heat game so i've appreciated yeah i i really like racing is uh like the rick Ware cars or like uh even the downloadable content like you can get like ryan vargas his uh tiktok car um 
that's that's just really cool to me that they were they were able to get all those teams on there because when ea had it you only had like the cup affiliated teams that's boring you don't really want to deal with that so uh having having all these other different cars it's uh really cool which is uh which is one reason why i really like these games now because you could win win a race with rick ware or something someone like that so um that, that's that's one reason why i like it yeah so i guess as we're uh it looks like we're coming up on almost an hour here um i, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about just uh what's what's been going on in the racing world this year i don't i, I see you've got a an indycar jersey on what who is that? oh yeah yeah this is a uh, takuma sato i i of course. yeah I, nice i'm i'm a really big takuma sato supporter it's uh it's always nice to see somebody um, like for me, I embrace Bubba Wallace because, you know, somebody that looks like Bubba Wallace is going to watch the race and be like, oh, hell yeah, somebody that looks like me is doing really well. And uh, that that's how I felt about Takuma Sato and um, Kyle Larson. Um, racing this year is going to be so much fun i can't wait to see um i can't wait to see indycar 2 uh the rookie class this year roman grosjean uh jimmy johnson scott mclaughlin i'm interested to see how rick wears indycar program does uh with roman grosjean pietro filipaldi and um i think i think cody Ware is going to be racing i used to be uh good friends with cody um unfortunately things just didn't uh work out but um yeah i I hope i wish him the best Uh, i think he's pretty much running the indy 500 because garrett smithley's entered in the 51 so um i'm excited to see how their indycar program does dale coin racing their uh they've got good equipment and uh they're no slouches so um i'm just excited to see indycar this year it's uh it's really fun to watch, and uh, it was a blast to watch at Gateway last year. I'm still a bucket list, still trying to go to the 500 one of these days. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm very excited about the rookie class. It's just, uh, you know, I, I guess the big, the big three is a, a term I think it's, gets kind of overused, but we, we really do have three incredible uh, names coming to the series from three different uh, disciplines. So it's going to be exciting to see how they do. And, um, yeah, and like you said, you know, Rick Ware, you know, I know they're kind of, you know, they, they get a lot of, uh, jokes, uh, thrown their way in, in the cup series, um, which I think is unfortunate because, you know, they're doing what they can with the limited funding that they've got. Um, but yeah, I think I just saw this week, James Davison was saying he's, it's not looking like he's going to be back this year because he's going to be more focused on the NASCAR side of things. So it, it does look like, I don't know for sure where they are, but, uh, Sounds like Cody Ware is going to be doing some IndyCar stuff this year too. So, yeah, exciting was, to follow that. I was going to say, is it like Rick Ware brought James Davidson? Like James Davidson, he's raced pretty much everything, and uh, the fact that they brought him into the sport, it's uh, it's a good look for the sport. Um, and just having, I I really like going on Racing Reference back in like 2013. You see the different flags by Montoya and ambrose and the road courses they'd have canadians and all sorts of different people in the series and uh that's something that 
I know NASCAR is an all-American, pretty much all-American sport, but uh, I, I like seeing those guys that are like, all right, let me let me try. And the, the most talented ones, they did really well, like Ron Fellows and all them. And uh, I, I, I just like to see the parody, if you will. Sure, yeah. But I think, I think it, it's very good for, you know, the sport when those guys come over, you know, that's why, you know, I wish, I kind of wish Fernando Alonso would come over. I know he did the, the seat swap with, with Jimmy, but, you know, like, I think when he came over to run Indy in 2017, I think the, the 500s ratings in Spain were up like 900% or something crazy like that. Yeah, I could only imagine if somebody like Daniel Ricardo or Lando Norris, they came over to the States and uh, raced in NASCAR, IndyCar, it would it would be a international phenomenon. I'd love to see, I would really love to see Lewis Hamilton try his hand at uh, stock cars. Um, and I don't know, I, I, Formula One is just such a different world from NASCAR. NASCAR is such a different world from IndyCar. It's it, none of it's the same. Like, uh, you just ask Elijah Burke, because um, he worked for both IndyCar and NASCAR on the Chip Ganassi side. Uh, it, it's just a whole different world, and uh, it's really cool to. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's unfortunate, you know, Montoya in particular. You know, everybody when when you think of Montoya and NASCAR, a lot of people just think of the jet dryer and you know that it's just totally not fair you know to to people that know who he is from everything he's done I mean he's one of I think the most criminally underrated uh race car drivers certainly of of our generation maybe even you know talking in the whole history of the sport um you know what he's, he's been able to accomplish is amazing and you know I, I know he never won on a novel he probably should have a couple of times you know if he doesn't speed on pit road at the brickyard in 09 and you know a couple other races that got away but you know just the, the fact that he was able to come over and do as well as he did um you know i, I think just speaks volumes to his talent as as a race car driver because you know a, a lot of times i think and it works it works both ways you know nascar fans kind of get up on their high horse and and think that their series is the best and you know F, f1 fans always say that the the f1 drivers could run circles around the NASCAR drivers because they're the best drivers in the world. And, you know, K Kimi Raikkonen came over here and, you know, he only did a couple of races, didn't really get a chance to get up to speed and get used to it. But, you know, he, he got in a Kyle Busch truck and finished, I think it was 15th. You know, it's, it's different. You know, the cars, they have four tires and a steering wheel and that's, that's basically where the similarities end. Yeah, no, it's, um, it, it, it is cool to see that. I, I, and people forget Montoya's best season, 2009. Um, yeah, he he was he was a championship contender up until about what Charlotte. So it was yeah. Actually, it, just that's my most recent uh, NASCAR video I did on my channel was talking about that season because um, I think you know really when when you look back at it, like yeah, I mean if things just go a little bit differently, you know, obviously Jimmy and Mark were you know on a, on a whole nother level that year, but. You know, he really did. And that was only his, that was only his third year. You know, it would be like, you know, Sebastian Vettel comes over and, you know, by 2024, he's competing for a NASCAR cup title. You know, I, I, I wish I had been like, it took me longer to get into formula one. Like I wish I had been into that, like, you know, right around the time I was getting into NASCAR. Cause then I would have like Montoya would have, you know, meant more to me than just like, you know, he's another guy that I've 
got to learn his name and like who he is in this series. Like, you know, I, I had no idea what his background was other than he was an open wheel guy. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, I'm, that's part of why I'm so excited for the IndyCar season. You know, I, I think it's important, you know, for race fans, you know, if you want to see the sport as a whole continue to grow, um, you've got to have some drivers that cross over and, uh, you know, try different disciplines. You know, Jimmy's at the end of his NASCAR career now, but he's not done. You know, he's going over to try something new and what Fernando Alonso has been doing the last couple of years, trying a little bit of everything. Um, you know, it's really special to see that. Yeah. I, I really, uh, I really like seeing that. Um, I will say back in 2006, 2007, when Montoya first came to NASCAR, it actually was pretty important because one of my best friends uh, back then, he was a uh, Colombian and uh, seeing a native Colombian in a race that, and he's pretty much, at least to my knowledge, he's, he's a racing hero in Colombia. Uh, he didn't come from much, I don't think. And um, yeah, he, he's just super talented. He's kind of like a Robbie Gordon, you know, nobody appreciated Robbie Gordon. He was a little rough on the edges, but man, if he just stayed focused and stayed a hundred percent, didn't lose his temper with somebody, he, he was a factor. Yeah, well, that's why that's why I became a, a Rossi fan, you know, because right when I got into Formula One right around 2014, 2015, when Mercedes were starting their run of dominance, which which they're still on. Um, although I don't know, maybe people are saying this year Red Bull might uh, start taking the fight to them on a regular basis. But I think, uh, you know, it, it was cool to me as an American to see you know, Rossi finally break through and get to do the five races he did with Manor, um, even if he was in the in the back marker worst car in the grid um and you know i mean just a couple more cars had fallen out of the the race at austin you know he would have would have finished in the points there um you know and of course you know he's found a home in indycar which i think is is great you know he's i think easily one of the most popular drivers in the series right now um but yeah it it did kind of hurt as a as an f1 fan to to lose him and lose like our I say our is like our our country America's best hope at a at an F1 driver. Um, that's why I became a up until recently a, a fan of the Haas team and uh, right. Haas bringing you know his his name over to the sport and starting his own team. But now I think it's just I mean I talked a little, little bit about this on our last show with Kobe. You know it it to me is no longer America's team. It's Russia's team presented by America, if anything, because yeah yeah you know, I, I well. I, I I mean Haas. I'm still a fan of Haas, like Stuart Haas. I, I mean, yeah. I want to see Mick Schumacher do well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like I, I love Mick. You know, I, I'm so excited to, you know, looking back now, like at everything that's happened with with Haas the last few months, and this, especially with Mazepin coming on, and you know that I I think it's it's almost probably lining up for his dad to, if not buy the team outright, at least, you know, I mean, I mean, I know he's already putting a, a bunch of money into the sponsorship for his son. Um, but, you know, I, I was so excited when, when Haas announced, uh, you know, Mick was coming to the team and, um, you know, I, I'd love to see him do well this year, but, uh, you know, it's just ever since the rich energy saga, you know, the, the team just hasn't been, they, they looked so good in, in 18, they, they probably could have finished fourth. Um, you know, it, it, things just had gone a little bit differently. And, you know, they just last couple of years just haven't had it. 
Yeah, well, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll come back a little bit with some extra funding. Um, you, you never know. I'm, I'm really pulling for Yuki Sonoda um, to do well. And uh, I, 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 I mean, I'm, I don't, I used to watch the races back, like wake up at like 3 a.m. to watch them. And, uh, but I, I unfortunately don't have that time anymore like I used to. So um, I think the last F1 race I watched Kimi Raikkonen won. It was like the season opener, I think. Um, that was one that I watched flag to flag. Uh, and I woke, I stayed up till 5 a.m. to watch that. So that was, was probably Australia, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I was thinking. I was thinking you were going to say uh, Austin a couple of years ago um, when he, he got his win with Ferrari, but it sounds like it's been much longer than that. Yeah, it's been a little bit longer. I, of course, I love Kimmy and think he's awesome, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't haven't kept up with Formula One as much as uh, as much as. But I still, I you know, like I still keep up with like uh, just the tweets on Twitter and things like that it's amazing how much information you can get from twitter so yeah i I think the i think drive to survive has done a lot you know for growing the sport here um yeah i I could i can think of a lot of nascar fans that only have gotten into it the last couple years because they they saw the netflix series or or something like that well well we did have nascar drivers 360 that was awesome (laughs) yeah yeah but i think like it'd be good for nascar to get something like that again um you know, and I guess we have we have the crew with Kevin James, which I I still haven't sat down and watched. Uh, you, know, you know, you know, people people thought it was going to be bad just because it was a sitcom, and we're not really in the sitcom world anymore. But uh, I mean, the first couple episodes, um, it was I I I was a critic of it, but it it had a good storyline, and I followed along with it, and it ended pretty well. So I hope they get re up for a season two. Um, I, I honestly uh, liked it. Yeah, I, I think it's got it's gotten very mixed reviews, and I'm sure because like one, I'm gonna sit down and watch it eventually. I'm I'm sure I'll probably, I'm guessing I'm probably gonna come away with it by saying it it wasn't as good as you know the people that enjoyed it said it was, but it wasn't as terrible as its detractors said it was either. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, that, that's that's probably where that that's the majority of the people. I, I liked it. I liked the actors in it, and I thought they were uh, they were uh, awesome. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. I always loved when uh, you know, every few years Kevin James would be the grand marshal and he'd give the starting command and you know bring a lot of energy to that. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engines. Right, right. Yeah, that was uh that was awesome. Oh crap. Sorry, my wheel fell onto <laughs> fell onto there, but um no, I I uh I I really liked uh, the 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 time we spent on here. It, it's uh it's really been a lot of fun and um I, I I hope I hope I'm invited for another show soon. So I I still have so we we didn't we probably didn't go through all the talking points that you wanted. So um I, I I'm always down to do another show with you if if possible. Yeah. Well yeah, it sounds like you've uh you gotta head out. Um 
but you know, I, I've, thank you for coming on. I know you, uh, it's kind of crazy to me. Like I've, I've started this since, you know, even I, th- I think like I was seven or eight episodes in and already like people were wanting to come on the show. Like they, they said like, Hey man, I'd love to be on your podcast sometime. And that's, that, that's a humbling feeling to me. Like it makes me feel good. Like people, people are into what we're doing and they're following along and they want to be a part of it. And, you know, I, I couldn't ask for anything more than that. So I appreciate you um, reaching out to me uh, and, and coming on here tonight and telling your story and, yeah, you know, you'll look uh, further in the end of the season. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to have you back, you know, if, if it works out and uh, we've got more stuff to talk about and catch up on, um, you know, because I've really enjoyed this. So thank you for that. All right. Well, thank you, Ben, for having me on. I really appreciate it. And um, uh, hope you have a good night. And uh, to everybody, thanks for thanks for watching. And uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm, can't wait to come on again. Sounds good. You have anything you want to plug last minute? Uh, I think I already did. So yeah. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be overzealous about it. All right. but, yeah. But well, let me know. Yeah. Anytime I'd, I'd love to come on your show as well. So uh, let's see if we can make that happen. All right, man. Well, you All take right. care. You have a good night. Thank you. You too. Take care.